There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Today we'll be in 1 Samuel chapter number 1. We'll begin reading in verse 1. Now there was a certain man of Ramathaim Zophim of Mount Ephraim. His name was Elkanah, the son of Jeroam, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuf, and Ephrathite. And he had two wives. The name of the one was Hannah. The name of the other was Peninnah. And Peninnah had children, but Hannah had no children. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord, were there. And when the time was that Elkanah offered, he gave to Peninnah his wife and to all her sons and her daughters portions. But unto Hannah he gave a worthy portion, for he loved Hannah. But the Lord had shut up her womb, and her adversary also provoked her sore for to make her fret, because the Lord had shut up her womb. And as he did so year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord, so she provoked her. Therefore she wept and did not eat. Then said Elkanah her husband to her, Hannah, why weepest thou, and why eatest thou not? Why is thy heart grieved? Am not I better to thee than ten sons? So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh and after they had drunk. Now Eli the priest sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man-child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. It came to pass, as she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she had been drunken. And Eli said unto her, How long wilt thou be drunken? Put away thy wine from thee. And Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Count not thine handmaid for a daughter of Belial. For out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken hitherto. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. 
She said, let thine handmaid find grace in thy sight. So the woman went her way and did eat, and her countenance was no more sad. And they rose up in the morning early and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house in Ramah. And Elkanah knew his, Hannah his wife, and the Lord remembered her. Wherefore it came to pass, when the time was come, about after Hannah had conceived, that she bare a son and called his name Samuel, saying, Because I have asked him of the Lord. Now, Father, how we ask you that you would put your blessings upon the word of God today. Help us to say the things that would be pleasing to thee and that would help someone. In Jesus' name, amen. My subject today is a godly woman, a godly mother. This woman is a godly woman, and there's some things that distinguish a godly woman from a woman who is not. And may I say to you, to be a mother, any woman can be a mother. All she has to do is conceive. That doesn't mean you're a good mother. A whore can be a mother. A witch can be a mother. A woman can neglect her children and can be a mother. That doesn't mean you're a good mother. But there's some things that distinguish a good mother. Number one, I want you to notice that she was a weeping mother. She was a weeping mother. Verse number seven, and it says at the end of the verse, therefore she wept and did not eat. Verse number 10, she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. Where are all the weeping mothers? Where are the women that weep now for their children, weep for their family, and weep for lost souls? You know why you don't weep anymore or that you don't weep at all? Because you have a hardened heart. People whose hearts are not hard weep. and People whose hearts are hard do not weep. She was a weeping mother. God give us more weeping women. And we start off the text, we see that he had two wives. This is one of the problems that we have in this text. And although God did not uh, condemn polygamy, and in one case we read that David, the Bible says that God told him he gave him his master's wives, plural, and said if that wasn't enough, he would have gave him such and such. But rarely ever do you find anything in the Bible good from polygamy other than the fact that they populated more children, which was the goal. If there was a goal at all in the polygamy was having more children. And so now we have a wife who is absolutely full of the devil and, and has malice in her heart. Only a woman full of the devil with malice in her heart would say something like that to the other wife just to make her weep. It's called malice when you enjoy the hurting of somebody else and your words or your actions cause somebody else to hurt as a result of it. That's malice. And that's what she was doing. Panina was in the background provoking her because she didn't have children. And of course, it wasn't her fault. If you look in verse number five, the Bible said the Lord had shut up her womb. Now, God has a purpose for everything that he does, and so many times people get bitter. Hannah didn't get bitter. She was in bitterness of soul, but not bitter towards God. 
And this is obvious from the text. This, this woman was not bitter at God because she prayed. And it drove her to do something by God shutting up her womb and not giving her what she wanted. God has a purpose that he wants to fulfill and bring to pass. And he used this woman's desires to do so. God could have opened her womb and give her children long before now. She could have had children, but he chose not to. By the Lord not giving her the child when she wanted it, he provoked her to do more for him than she would have ever done before. So, not She was a weeping mother, but not only was she a weeping mother, but she was a fasting mother. The Bible says in verse number seven that she did not eat. Where are all the fasting women or men for that matter? Where are the fasting children of God? People who are willing to push away from the table in order to get what they need from God. The disciples came to a man and they tried to cast the devil out of him. And they couldn't cast him out. And Jesus cast the devil out. And they asked him, why couldn't we do this? And he said, this kind cannot come but by prayer and fasting. And so we live in a generation where we have so many hard things and so much sin abounding. Wickedness is abounding on every hand. And you can bet that you're not going to get rid of this without prayer and fasting. Not only was she a weeping mother and a fasting mother, but she was a praying mother. She goes to the temple there in verse 10, and the Bible said she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord. That's how you know she wasn't bitter at God. She went to the Lord with it. She was in bitterness of soul, and there is a difference, and she wept sore. And she vowed a vow unto the Lord, and she began to pray, and she poured her heart out to God. When I was a little boy, my grandparents would watch a program on Sunday morning. It was Ralph Sexton Sr., Send the Light was what it was called. And I don't know why I remember that as a little boy, but I was just a little boy. And I remember Miss Sexton coming on that TV, and she would sit there, and that woman would pray, and she had had her head kind of lifted up toward God with her eyes closed. And my, what a praying woman that was. How we are so destitute right now of women that will pray. Where are the mothers that will weep and pray for their children? You can do more on your knees, ladies, for your children than you'll ever do anywhere else. We, God, give us some praying mothers. She just kept on asking. She kept on asking until she got it, what she wanted. That wasn't enough to satisfy her. She wanted to make sure and nail it down that she was going to get the petition that she asked of God. So she vowed a vow. She was a vowing mother. Oh, we live in such a fickle age. Oh, I'm not going to promise anything. That's because you're not going to do it anyway. You're not going to do it anyway. Oh, I'm not going to make no promises. Just say I'm not going to do it. You're not going to do it. We're so fickle. We don't have no desire to do it. 
We'd rather let our children die and go to hell without God than to pray and to weep and to fast and to make vows unto God. The Bible said, better it is that thou shouldest not bow than to bow and not pay. A vow will hold you to what you're doing. I made a vow and I cannot go back. And that's what vows are all about. Verse 11, and she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed Look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man child and I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. There shall no razor come upon his head. He was going to be a Nazarite unto God. Jesus was not a Nazarite. Jesus was a Nazarene because he was from Nazareth, but he was not a Nazarite. Therefore, he didn't have long hair. And this young man here, this child is going to be a Nazarite. He'll never cut his hair, never drink strong drink or wine. He'll be, be separated to God all the days of his life. And that's evident from the text. Not only that, she was a giving mother. Look at verse 24. We didn't read to that, but look at verse 24, chapter 1 of Samuel. And when she had weaned him, she took him up in her arm she took him up with her with three bullocks and one ephah of flour and a bottle of wine and brought him unto the house of the Lord in Shiloh. And the child was young. Maha, three bullocks. What an offering this woman is giving to the Lord. You know, where's the giving mothers? We have so many stingy people. Scared to death, they might give more than they ought to. My, where are the giving mothers? Oh, there's all kinds of mothers that will give their time and, and destroy children and let children dominate their lives. I'm not talking about that. We're the women that will give money and give their talents and give their time. This was a giving woman. In Proverbs, this, this woman was a giving woman. She has so many similarities of the woman in Proverbs chapter number 31. Not only that, she was a faithful mother, a faithful mother. She just kept on. No matter what, she trusted God. No matter what kind of storms came in her life, she trusted the Lord. Look what happened to her when she went to the house of the Lord. Verse 13, now Hannah, she spake in her heart, only her lips moved. But her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she had been drunken. Now, Eli rebukes this woman. This woman's sitting there pouring her heart out to God. Her heart is broken because she can't have any children. She's weeping and praying to God. And here comes the preacher. And Eli said to her, how long will thou be drunken? Put away thy wine from thee. Now, that would have been enough to sink the average woman. She would have done been ticked off and left the house of God. But oh, no, Hannah stood her ground. She said, no, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. But telling you, she was faithful that no matter what happened, she was going to trust God. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com. 
and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.